0: The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless of course you want to pay them to say something else, you could always use a new pair of shoes. (laughs) Party people, I am Brent. Oh, I am Matt. And this is ReviewParty.com. This is the podcast where we uh, take reviews from all around the internet. And, uh, you know, we, we we make fun of them a little bit. I'm not afraid to admit it.
1: We poke them as if they're dead bodies.
0: As if. And we are the proverbial... And our jokes are the proverbial sticks. <laughs> and <laughs> we're poking. the kids. And we're the kids that, that had a transformative experience uh you know having a little adventure trying to find said dead body mm-hmm. ran from a train there was leeches on our balls uh what else happens in that movie yeah they find a dead body <laughs> they find a dead body spoiler they find the dead body they sing a little bit oh their brother their mean older brother torments them they tell ghost stories they they have arguments they grow as people Hmm. Wow. You got a you? Do you got a review?
1: I do have a review. I'm gonna I'm gonna wildcard it a little bit, a little bit, because I have two separate reviews for this product. This product call called Nads for Men Hair Removal Cream for the Body. <laughs> okay, for uh,
0: the hair removal cream for the body.
1: For the body. Both are provided by eBay.com by way of Google. Uh, I have w- one review that starts I am a very hairy latino and another review that starts I am a hairy caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> I judging by your reaction I think we're leaning towards I am a hairy caucasian. I that's did I, me.
0: Did I read that right? <laughs> well I mean just the just the the juxtaposition.
1: Yeah, I is, not to to, to be any sort of to to stereotype any sort of race but uh, a Latino generally would have darker hair than than a Caucasian, and you might expect them to to have the hair, or at least proclaim, "Yeah, I'm a hairy person." Caucasians g- generally aren't. You know, I've seen I've seen hairy Latinos,
0: I've seen nubile Latinos, I've seen hairy hairy crackers, I've seen
1: nubile <laughs> crackers. Uh, I, I've seen. Yeah, you go to enough Korean spas, you see all sorts of hairy and smooth people.
0: Yeah, that's really, that's what my
1: new book's about, coming out this summer. <laughs> you got some time to write it. Anyway, sure, I'll go I'll go with the, the Caucasian. Uh, this Caucasian is named Logiku. Logiku titles, I assume it's his, because it's four men removal cream, but I'll, whatever. Logiku titles, their review, good. I am a hairy Caucasian, real Caucasian, not European, boy and it works for me if it works for me then 100% will work for you to keep your body clean you may need even 3 bottles every month because you should apply it pretty much like shampoo and wait 79 what? minutes to work it doesn't burn me even in delicate areas so if it burns you you may have an allergy hope it can help you four stars
0: go to a doctor
1: yes how hairy is this caucasian boy
0: Thank you how much like how much fiber is this Caucasian boy consuming that their hair is growing that fast?
1: He's like a Play-Doh thing. Uh, anytime he steps, there's there's Play-Doh hair in his body, and it just yeah, that, oozes I have up that further.
0: that uh, Play-Doh barbershop play play place play set, whatever you want to call it. Or yeah, you just put the Play-Doh down and you squish the little man on it, and he gets yeah. a little gets a little Play-Doh dreadlocks, little and then you. Sh- Spaghetti hair coming out. Uh, yeah, you get the Play-Doh safety scissors and you uh, give him a Play-Doh cut.
1: Yeah, Logicoo's got some Play-Doh hair, just sprouting.
0: And uh, and if that's the case, I don't even know if he needs the Nard cream. What is it? NAD cream?
1: Nads for men. Yeah, as Nads if, for Nads. As if Nair was was a bad enough. Or not like if it was too scary or too sissy sounding.
0: There's, there's NAD cream for NADs. Listen, if you got Play-Doh hair, you don't even need it. You just, at most, you can just rub it off. You can just kind of give a little rub. Ball it up. You don't need to buy three of these a month. Does it? Do you have a price on hand? That's got to be not cheap. Because uh, I feel like shampoo is not cheap, but shampoo
1: lasts you a long time. These are about $4.29 at Walmart and Target. Oh, so they—they they are They're fairly really cheap. affordable. Yeah, three a month though. And he says, "You should pretty much use it like shampoo." I don't think that's how you're supposed to use this stuff.
0: No, you don't, I don't think you rather lather, rinse, repeat.
1: Oh, gonna yeah take take off too much. Ugh, he, I mean, is
0: uh, logic who a swimmer needs to be extra streamlined? Needs
1: to really not have hair. Maybe he's a, he's a real Caucasian. He's not a European Caucasian. I don't know what that distinction means. I don't,
0: listen, I'm sure I could, with some Googling, we could figure it out, but I don't know if it's worth our time, because this person is obviously a little unstable. A little their play-doh. follicles and their, their brain. Plato is not stable. I think their nad, NAD cream's getting to their brain, smoothing it out.
1: Oh, yeah, it's rounding out all the, the creases in the brain and just making him a smooth smooth ball of Kledo brain.
0: Yeah, all their brain hairs are getting taken out of there. The neurons can't travel around right. Wow. This is... Listen, I'm going to play go to the next review. If you don't mind... Please. This is a review for the Tampa Bay Grand Prix. Uh, It's a, a go-kart venue. Cool. In Tampa Bay, the reviews from Yale and the reviews by Kobe L. It reads Best by far, hands down, the fastest and most stressful moment of my life. Of course, I had first place on the time chart. I will deaf be back with my family and friends. And it uh, features a very blurry picture of uh, the words simply reading first place. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say the scoreboard. Uh, yeah, just a yeah.
0: just a very zoomed in picture of the uh, scoreboard, yes. I think, and it says first place, the, the leaderboard. You got to show us your time, Kobe. No, just it says, you do. It does say eZults. They didn't get the R in there. eZults,
1: oh. and then first place. No names, no times. <laughs> Sounds unverified to me. That's not. You can't submit that to the go kart. Uh, yeah, racing circuit.
0: There's that and what really hit me. This was hands down the fastest and, and most stressful moment of his
1: life. <laughs> now, he mentions going there with his family and friends. So, I don't quite know how old this this guy is. Is it his children and he's just bragging about beating his children or is he a, a teenage boy? And his family was cool enough to bring out a couple other teenage boys to the go-kart track.
0: How wild is this indoor go-kart track that it was the most stressful moment of his
1: life?
0: Maybe it's just
1: not ventilated at all. (laughs) <laughs>
0: so like, he was he was dying
1: the longer you take to finish your lap the more you will slowly be poisoned by the exhaust of your go-karts everybody needs to finish within two minutes and thirty seconds otherwise <laughs> the uh, room's filling up Saw it's, it's, is <laughs> the administrator
0: <laughs> if you do not finish the go-kart race in two minutes the room will fill that's how Saw talks right yeah he just he
1: falls asleep while talking because he's a puppet
0: he 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 participates in the go kart track on his little <laughs> tricycle. You gotta beat him too, <laughs> and it's the fastest and most stressful moment. I guess if Saw was threatening to kill you, that's a lot of stress. That is very stressful. I that's uh, you know I've never been threatened with death in my life. Uh, Me so maybe maybe that would be the most stressful moment. Yeah. Yeah. combined yeah. with speed that would really, that's really a multiplier
1: your family is there too you gotta try and save them <laughs> you your friends not only this- that but you want to get first place uh, you got it you
0: you're trying to yeah not only you're trying to beat saw and save you and your family's life you're also trying to dunk on your kids exactly
1: <laughs> not only is your life on your on the line your pride is on the line <laughs>
0: Which would result in the fastest and most stressful moment of your life.
1: Yeah, that's it all hangs in the balance on this
0: go-kart track. And, you know, come to think of it, I'm in a cool, stylized indoor go-kart. And this dumbass-looking little, outdated, early 2000s uh, horror movie franchise puppets riding around on a trike. I'm not letting that little guy beat me. Life, You know, life or death aside... My, yeah, you said it. Pride is really more important when it comes to beating Saw.
1: Yeah, take that little sucker down.
0: Yeah, take that little puppet. Show show him who's boss. Is, wasn't the puppet just an old, decrepit man? It was like, yeah, it was an old
1: guy. Yeah, I, you, couldn't,
0: you couldn't let some old guy beat you at go-karts? <laughs> on his remote-controlled tricycle puppet? I wouldn't let that happen. No, not in a million years. If it almost happened, it may in fact be the one of the most stressful moments in my life. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some of the most stressful moments in my life. You know, I'm pretty lucky, pretty privileged not to be threatened with death by a, a inanimate object puppet. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like, my... my uh, the SAT? Yeah, <laughs> a, t- tests. I, uh, Test. Uh, yeah, there's been lots of stressful you, tests.
1: You might get pulled over, or there's a cop car near you. you know? Yeah, that's pretty.
0: Yeah, that's your heart sure to jump up. That yeah, I don't. Know. Now, being I've ridden driven go karts before, and that's just been a good time. It hasn't been very even close to stressful. In fact, it's been gleeful. <laughs> I yeah. maybe I think I think people in Florida just built different.
1: Yeah, their go karts are a bit more like battle bots. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 hey, these, these you' things.
0: trying to get me on a battle bot tangent because that we kicks ass.
1: It's just there's a death trap. It's a death trap.
0: Okay, uh, okay, I don't, I don't want to talk shit about this cool Tampa Bay Grand Prix. It looks like a good establishment. It's got you know a four out of five star average of sixty. Six reviews. That's pretty excellent. Um, but I someone posted a little video on Yelp that I'm looking at. Oh, if this was the fastest moment of this person's life, <laughs> this motherfucker has never even driven on a highway. Oh no, these these things are not going. It looks fine for a go kart. Probably lots of fun when you're in the little go kart. But uh, boy, these ain't fast. <laughs>
1: You go faster falling down. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. You, there's a,
0: a velocity limit reached. But I see they got a little video of some kids taking a straightaway. I don't know. That's not like I could run faster than these things. But they're not screaming by like NASCAR. Right. or something. Torching,
1: torching the tires and whatnot.
0: The uh, the background of the the garage or whatever you want to call it, the racetrack is a wall. Is is sort of, is a NASCAR track okay you know with the cars on it and it's the sort of a blurry so maybe he saw the nascar um the nascar mural and thought holy shit i'm going i'm on track call me jeffs gordon because i'm on a track (laughs) on track to the
1: most stressful moment of his life they do like racing uh more than us northerner midwesterners do
0: yeah, but I'm Dunham. sure you there's always the odd northern midwesterner who is so into NASCAR. Yes. You have any of those people in your life? I feel like uh, they have to over overcompensate with how much they like NASCAR
1: Yeah, to make I up for not being from the south. Kids in school having their like Dale Earnhardt Jr. lunchbox or backpack or jacket or something. Did you did you beat them up and shove them in a locker? Fucking uh, nerds. No. I was smaller than they were, <laughs> but I could run faster. It's the principle. Yeah. So That's get, the real
0: you should have got a good, you know, saw them at their locker, got a good, got a good haul going and just boom, hit them in the locker, hit and run bully <laughs> tactics is what you should have did with those dorks.
1: Don't know why that never occurred to me.
0: <laughs> good thing. Yeah. Good thing. Good and bad thing. I wasn't your friend in elementary school. I
1: would have really <laughs> been a bad influence. Uh, you know what also appears to be a bad influence on people? What's that? Cowbells. I have four cowbell reviews. All of them have generally the same same style, same theme, and it's people are just dicks after buying a cowbell. And I honestly don't know which one to choose. So do you want one that's longer or shorter? Uh, give me a long one. Give me a okay. long one. Uh, let me, let's really dive in. There's one that seems a bit more jokey and self aware, and one that seems just straightforward. So we're oh, narrowing it the, down. Yeah, give me the dumbass one. The which which so the one. This is the
0: straightforward
1: one. Okay. Yeah. This was like we were just playing whose line and, and narrowing down our options. So this is a review for seven inch steel cowbell with handle and antique copper finish. Review on Harbor Freight dot com. That's a that's an inch above average. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roger title his review I love this cowbell I found this cowbell in one of the sales boxes I had my kids with me and they love cowbells my kids were going back to their mom's house the next day so I gladly bought this cowbell and put it in my youngest daughter's backpack so it made it there safely the cowbell wasn't at their mother's house an hour before I got a text message that she hated me thank you harbor freight five stars so this is one of those, this is one of those, uh...
0: Bad parent reviews. One of those bad parent reviews, one of those ha-ha, I gave a kid an annoying present sort of jokes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, That the other joke was, I, I in another review was, I rang this bell so my wife would would come change the channel on the TV, because I couldn't reach. And Jeez, then she I'm hit glad me glad you with didn't it. Read,
0: I'm glad you didn't read that one, I would have threw a fit. I would, and I'm throwing a fit now. I mean,
1: if, I'll just, these are outrageous. The one guy, Furniture Guy R.M. writes, It fit great under my friend's car. That's a strange title to a cowbell review. It made a lot of noise under my friend's car. The next day when he brought it in for service, he looks like a big donkey. I would recommend this product. Five stars. What?
0: Okay. Now I'm just like. <laughs> He's not poor... your friend. I'm, j- I. Where I'm at is this the poor cowbell. The, it's being um, mistreated, amused. yeah. Yeah, it's a musical instrument, not not a tool to harass your loved ones. Right.
1: There were plenty of legitimate reviews like, I ring this for my kids to come in for dinner time. It goes all out over the prairie and over the field. They can hear it on whatever pasture they're on. Uh, that's cute, I suppose. Like a, yeah, if you don't have the You're big little. triangle to call the kids in. Supper! Yeah, because they wouldn't your be, feral dinner, be Children out on <laughs> the plains in the woods—they're <laughs> just <laughs> galloping.
0: Just... They, yeah, they can't. They're so far away they can't smell the raw meat you're throwing in the trough for them. So you gotta hit the cowbell for your freak kids. <laughs> I bet they like NASCAR. Those little feral.
1: <laughs> yeah, if they're not hunting for truffles, they're watching NASCAR.
0: Yeah, is is the. Is the, is the cowbell just a big joke to people now? Is that what that Will Ferrell sketch did? Is that the legacy of that wonderful sketch? Is now people just think the cowbell is a joke? <laughs> cowbell. I'm I'm here to defend the cowbell. What what did that percussion instrument ever do
1: to anyone? Hmm. It, it it's nothing. It's an inanimate object. It's nothing. Cowbell never hurt you. The cowbell. The cowbell never hurt you hurt
0: anybody okay the people that are hurt these 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 gen x pranksters with their haha uh, my 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 wife got her <laughs> my wife has to get me a beer when i th- hit the cowbell and then she hit the me hit the me with the cowbell my wife adult that's sort of the impression i'm getting from these these sons of bitches out here just despicable people you know we should get them get them a ticket to a, an orchestra in which the cowbell is featured you know you know those percussionist guys they got they got a whole arsenal
1: you know oh. those
0: orchestra they got all kind they got the
1: so many the, auxiliary e- equipment
0: right it's it's like the scene in the matrix where they go in the computer in that white room and they're like I need a weapon and just like hallways and hallways and hallways of weapons appear that's the that's a orchestral percussionist life
1: that is true you got the boomwhacker you got your your whip crack you got your ratchet you got your claves <laughs> i could what's, go on what's the thing
0: what's the thing that you it's sort of it's just a like a it looks like a long
1: corn dog with lots of rivets in it uh, 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 a giro, I believe. A long corn dog with rivets in it and <laughs> you sort of, you rub a stick on it and it goes Yeah, <coughs> that yeah, thing. I believe it's called a giro.
0: G-U-I-R-O.
1: You can make little frog ones and it sounds like they're riveting Yeah Yeah The, the afushikabasa Vibra slap
0: The oh. vibra slap! <laughs> All right <laughs> Now if you really want to get creative and and prank somebody tastefully the vibra slap. This is this is now just the rootparty.com over. <laughs> Obscure percussion instrument appreciation hour has begun. The the uh the agogo. Uh, uh, I don't know what that does. It's in, it's from samba.
1: Oh. I mean it's from it's from Brazil. Uh, I want to shout out wire brushes for your snare drum. Gives you such a smooth, soft cessation sound in every Christmas. Or
0: yeah, whenever I see those, I just think of uh, the "I Miss You" video by Blink One Eight
1: Two.
0: Travis, Travis, what's that guy's name? Not Travis Scott. That's the Travis guy.
1: Travis, Travis, oh,
0: see in the in the Wikipedia article. For percussion instruments, beatboxing is featured. Whoa! If these people really had talent, they would lay down a beatbox of beats every time they wanted a beer from their wife, and that would be pretty cool. I think
1: that's a cool household.
0: That's one I would like. I would visit right. them. Right. If my significant other said every time I beatbox, you get me a beer, I would say, well, if it's good <laughs> enough, if yeah. it's a good enough beat, as I long would be as happy you to. represent. Right. <laughs> i right. I'll I'll present you with a beer and a freestyle, you know, if it's good enough. The boomwhacker.
1: Oh. Boomwhackers. Those things are is, any middle school percussionist's dream come true. Hit those Man, things on the floor. Th- this Wikipedia
0: article is wild. List of percussion instruments. It is long. I've been scrolling and I'm only on C. Castanets,
1: cla- claves, uh
0: The Australian clapstick, they just kind of look like wooden turds. Okay. Uh, Those are, I don't know what music they make. Ooh, the cocktail drum. You enjoy that with a drink. And the cowbell. There it is. Hit it with a stick. Hit it with a stick and enjoy. You know, it's...
1: Put a stick in it.
0: Put a stick in it. Oh, the Den Den You know what that is? (laughs) Nope. That's the thing from uh, Karate Kid, I think, 2. Or it's the little, the tiny drum on a stick with the two beads. Oh,
1: you spin it back and forth, yes. You spin
0: it back and forth and the little pellets click, hit the click, drum.
1: Click, 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 yes.
0: Yeah, it's sort of an idiot-proof way to make, a, to make like, a, a beat, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, drums are great, all right? And drum, I, I just want to say, everybody, appreciate percussion. And, you know, cowbell is included in that, most definitely. Ah, give it some respect. Give, it, give put some respect on the cowbell name i mentioned last week we're, we're going in brent's wheelhouse and we've entered oh the boy. brent's wheelhouse uh section of the podcast this is a review for owl cafe akiba fukuro oh boy and owl cafe in akihabara tokyo uh the review is by we'll call him sven we'll call him sven okay And uh, it is titled "Got Pooped On Ruined My New Sweater." (laughs) Uh, It reads, "Loved it, except for the fact that the poop stain didn't and wouldn't go away because their feces is corrosive. So do not wear new clothes, guys." Three stars. (laughs) There,
1: he's not whose whose feces
0: is corrosive. Definitely the owls. Oh. Okay. This is, yeah, this owl is, you cafe know, cafe
1: literally has owls. I just yes, thought it was a cool is... Japanese like <laughs> like My Neighbor Totoro or something. This is owl Oh, cafe. just like an owl themed lots of like wooden owls yeah. around. No, this is like a cat cafe. Howl's Moving c-
0: Cat Cafe. Okay. Howl's Moving Cat Cafe. Yes, I are... I have been and I've witnessed turds flying.
1: <laughs> and
0: you're eating in this place. Actually, no, they just have, uh, they just have Beber- just, just beverages, yeah, oh, just, just water bevies.
1: and, and, and whatever you might, you know, pull out of an owl pellet,
0: water and tea. It's mostly about the owl experience. You go in, Okay. you go into the entranceway, they give you the low down on, you know, how to be nice to the owls. Don't freak out the owls. And you go in and there's just lots of owls. And uh, there's lots of handlers to help you hold the owls, pose with the owls, be with the owls. And, uh, yeah, you just have a little... You just meet some owls. Yeah, I... I, And uh, some of them shit on you with corrosive feces.
1: (laughs) I mean, when you go to Medieval Times and you see the falconer come out, there's a reason they're not wearing Prada, okay?
0: (laughs) It's that corrosive... That corrosive uh, bird shit.
1: Yeah, those people who are scooping up all the horse dung, all, those, all that. There's a reason they're not wearing the Giorgio Armani suits. Well, it got that Giorgio Armani. It's expensive in medieval times, for one. But really, it's just because they know they're gonna get scuzzy. They're gonna get the dirt and the, and the dumps on them.
0: <laughs> I guess I just gotta. I just gotta tell this story. So I went uh, with. Some coworkers, one being my uh, Japanese, the Japanese manager, a very small, very sweet Japanese woman. Um, and we all held little owls and they all had uh, different names. I got I got a little <laughs> one. Um, the if you want to see me with an owl, maybe the if you go to reviewparty.com.com, click on episodes. The picture for this review will be a picture of me with an owl. I'll put that out there right now. But um, I forget my owl's name, but my manager had got to hold an owl named Yamashita-san. And it was the only owl with uh, the san after the name. That's so it was Mr. Yamashita. It's a very important owl. Very, very serious sort of owl, I think. <laughs> and uh, the first thing the owl did is uh, sort of lift the tail feathers... And uh, blast my sweet Japanese manager uh, on her green little green sweater,
1: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> with with some duty duty kaka. But hey, uh, great time. Other than yeah, that, that's that's a I mean, I, yeah i I laugh. I was laughing quite a bit.
1: <laughs> I you had every reason to do so. Yeah, it was, it was
0: wonderful. So. Um, Wear a paint smock or something. Know, wear a smock, you know, wear, wear probably a track jacket would suffice. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know how corrosive this owl shit is. And it, it, it seems like, I mean, I, I didn't know it was corrosive. This person had to have prior
1: knowledge of this corrosive shit before going yeah. in. They, they parked their car under the owl tree. Yeah. They saw it ate through the paint. Eight through the meadow. Eight through the floorboard. Well, some corrosive doodoo. What? is-
0: I don't buy it that there's stuff so corrosive.
1: It depends on what they're feeding, them.
0: Yeah, I think they probably just pellets and stuff. I don't know. Mice. I don't know. Mice, mouse, meese. Listen. Motorcycles. Owls are great. Cowbells are great. Brakes are great. I agree. We'll see you on the other side. Bye.
1: Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show or have the most fabulous conversation starter since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs
0: where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt
1: on my body
0: <laughs> mine mine is at the store
1: <laughs> that is a good place to wear a t-shirt reviewbody.com.com click it. shop
0: why stop there
1: don't stop now
0: don't stop me now cause I'm buying a t-shirt I'm
1: a shirt. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome way, way, way back because we're bringing to you a great review of history. Woo! Woo, indeed. I am going to be reading from The Morning Bulletin, Rockhampton, Monday, January 11th, 1937. This is a a Queensland newspaper article, so good for them. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, you can cut that. <laughs> no, I like it. Uh, all right, here we go. This, this is written by a woman and written by an English woman, but I will not affect in any way. Maybe I'll sound a bit old timey. I could do like a. A Jimmy Stewart, but no need, no need. I'll just read dramatically. Across the Atlantic in the Hindenburg, a hotel in the clouds. Misty New York at dawn. The skyscrapers are peeping their heads above wisps of cloud. Streaks of silver as the sun breaks through and spreads shafts of color on world-famous buildings. The Chrysler, the Radio City Pile, the Woolworth. Above this changing panorama in the dawn, I am cruising, almost touching, it seems. The spire-like top, Buildings below, writes Esther F. Miller in an exchange. The Hindenburg, like a giant cigar, is purring its way over the sleeping city, en route for Lakehurst and Newark Airport. Most of the people on board the ship are asleep. I rose early to see the dawn, and under a shaded lamp at a writing table, am penning these lines lines marking an epic in anyone's life, and something of which I am particularly proud for I am one of the first women to make the transatlantic trip on the Hindenburg, and the first, I understand, to fly from Europe to New York in two and a half days. An early breakfast. The noisy German who moans constantly about not being able to puff his cigar all over the ship has just crept up from the smoke room on the lower deck, to get a better view here from the starboard side. The view is magnificent. Even he is not grumbling. A sleepy-eyed steward tells me there'll be an early breakfast call and most people will want to see the sun over New York or watch the shadow of the giant vessel as we fly 2,000 feet above Broadway. As we purr through the low clouds, the long lounge of the Hindenburg is quite dark. A few dim figures are standing at the long, low windows, silhouetted against the sky. The little lamp on my desk gleams brightly and there is the steady throb of the engines. Almost we might be on board ship. This is only the second time I have traveled by air. There is absolutely no sensation of movement, no roll or pitch. I haven't stinted myself in what I choose from the menu, and not for one moment have I had those qualms which ocean travelers leaving Liverpool for Ellis Island experience when the sea round the Emerald Isle is rough.
0: I'm going to stop you right there. Yes. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of funny cigar affections here. For those who don't know, (laughs) what happened to the Hindenburg? That this motherfucker blew up, yeah, uh, blew like a cigar. I I I am gonna get to that fairly shortly. Oh, okay, okay. Well, the other the other thing that is striking me is boy, a oh boy. This motherfucker really likes to name drop stuff. Really <laughs> likes to, you know, almost you know beyond, uh, 21st century hip hop artist style. <laughs> like oh, Liverpool. Uh, London, England, Uh, Broadway, let me just (laughs) name
1: fancy things. Yes. Chair. This section is titled Queer Sensations. Almost an imperceptible up and down movement is all you feel in the roughest gale. Sometimes you have the queer sensation that things are now quite level. That is when the giant ship is veering or banking. The movement is slow, the airship takes perhaps a minute to roll one way or the other, then it comes back level again. I can certainly recommend this way of traveling to those who are afraid of the Atlantic. At 2,000 feet up, it loses its terrors. The queerest sensation you get when first coming on board is that everything belonging to the ship is as light as air. The crockery, the bathroom fittings, the aluminum steps for the upper berths are all of a special alloy and weigh hardly more than paper. Where this metal cannot be used, they have cunningly made things of a sort of celluloid substance. The washing bowls in my cabin are of this stuff, which does not appear to wilt under the running hot and cold water. The only uncomfortable sensation was getting on board at Frankfurt. The dirigible swings in the wind, and the companionway, high up, moves with the ship. But it only takes a few minutes to get on board, and when you get accustomed to the fact that everything is made as light as possible without being skimped, You can almost forget you're not in a West End hotel or in the first class section of a modern liner. We had a long walk to the ship as cars are not allowed with engines running within a few hundred yards of the airship. At night, all lights of visit cars have to be switched off in case wires fuse. That should be triggering your mind a bit because this next section, fire, would be fatal. (laughs) On board the Hindenburg, everything is done electrically and the only difficulty is the business of smoking. Three minutes after I had gone to my cabin and was sorting out my things from the trunk, a steward knocked. He gave me a personal note from Dr. eckener putting me on my honor not to smoke, except in the special smoke room on the lower deck. Even there, smoking is verboten when the ship is changing altitude rapidly, for the eddying air currents might then cause fire. A fire, Dr. Eckener told me yesterday, would be fatal to a ship like this in under five minutes. Extinguishers would be useless." Matches are forbidden throughout the entire ship, though when the Marquis of Donegal flew back from Lakehurst to Frankfurt, Dr. Eckener gave him special permission to carry a box of matches in the smoke room so that he could enjoy his favorite pipe. I have only smoked two cigarettes during this whole trip. The first for the sheer novelty of working the electric lighter in the smoke room wall. Next section, thrill of adventure. I have not... Asked for nor received special facilities as a woman passenger. Good for her. This is great. Amazing. We haven't got bored with each other's company in just under sixty hours, as we might have done on the sea. I don't know how you get bored when you're on a cruise ship. Our friendships have sprung up in two days. We are allied by the thrill of adventure. <laughs>
0: a uh, regular, a regular review party.
1: Yeah, black swastikas. <clears throat> We struggled and scrambled through narrow passageways To get to the engine rooms It was so much a struggle that after seeing the rear room On the starboard side I refused to visit the others There was room for three of us at a time To walk around the engines Looking back along the huge hull of the ship You can see the big rudder fin underneath Painted black with the Nazi emblem In a black on a white circle There is another rudder fin with another swastika above Because these these were German thingies German zeppelins They were all about that life. Uh, Blah, 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 skipping ahead. Here we are, under the section Effortless Glide. The 52-hour rush from Europe to America has seemed like an effortless glide. But I must polish my nails before the steward packs all my things. I don't want to arrive in God's own country looking anything but my best. The white-coated stewards are serving farewell drinks, and there is confusion of luggage and labels in the cabins. Dr. Eckener wears no uniform, but I have never seen him on the trip without his yachting cap and blue jacket. Looking forward. My nails finally manicured, I go down to the lounge for our last drink. All but four of us came this way by air for the thrill, and are going back by boat. It is nearly five months since the Hindenburg, the world's largest airship, made a first crossing of the Atlantic. Since then, frequent passages have been made, and the German authorities are confident that in airship lies the future of safe, speedy, and comfortable crossings from Europe to New York. And then she kind of dunks on some other Zeppelin problems. Uh, This one's interesting, actually. The Hindenburg has not met with any of the excitements which were experienced by her sister ship, the Graf Zeppelin. That vessel, at various times, crashed into a house in South America, was damaged in storms, and found herself marooned over Brazil and unable to land, owing to a revolution going on below. Here's where she dunks. Uh, Germany has done it well, but America, Soviet Russia, and Great Britain have all had problems with their Zeppelins. Uh, And she kind of ends saying, quite obviously, airships will never be able to compete with with ocean liners in in number of passengers or freight carried. Uh, And they may end up being just a luxury, you know, a smooth ride. But this is Uh, this is great.
0: I've ridden in coach, and it is no luxury, girlfriend.
1: (laughs) She's on a big Zep.
0: She's on a big Zep, and uh, I don't know. I don't. This is. I. It's hard to get past the it explodes thing.
1: Yes, uh, a mere few months later, it. It's still unexplained uh, how it exactly happened, the Hindenburg. Some, some motherfucker was lighting combusted. up a stogie, obviously. <laughs> He's like, well, if the marquee to whoever can light his pipe, I'm going to light my stogie.
0: Yeah, if I've know, if i learned anything about Americans in the past year or so, it's that they don't <laughs> give a shit about who's telling them to do what, when, and where. And some bastard was like, it's, listen, I want a stogie. Here and now you you can you're not you're not my
1: dad. You can't Sir there's a smoking room. You need to go down below. You need
0: to- no, and he, he was I like, don't I don't care. I don't give a shit. I'm stoking here and now and then <laughs> way, way quicker than five minutes, let me tell
1: you. I think actually some guy with a motorcycle was up there.
0: Some dude with a sweet motorcycle.
1: Hey, I'm gonna rev this up. Is that alright? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do some Do some spins here? Can I do that, sir? No. A sweet Uh, Kawasaki. We don't know how you got that motorcycle on board. It definitely doesn't look lighter than air. It's not made of our special (laughs) aluminum alloy.
0: Uh, I want to know what they're what they're eating. What the in-flight meals were like on the old. Yeah, I was hoping there'd be
1: some. some, They they were eating the Hindenburgers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there, there it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but uh, yeah. So it's hard to get past the whole explosion thing. But it explodes. I don't. Does the Hindenburg suck or is it awesome?
1: Besides I, the
0: explosion, I don't know. I it's so hard for me to tell.
1: I think the problem is what they were using to give it its lift. Uh, if I'm remembering right, they were using helium as opposed to hydrogen because. Or am I getting that backwards?
0: But, I mean, the experience doesn't suck or is it awesome. You can't smoke whenever you want. That doesn't bother me at all, but apparently that was a big to-do back then. People were throwing little fits uh, about everybody it.
1: Everybody wanted to smoke. Yeah, okay, the the Hindenburg used helium instead of hydrogen, which is flammable, I guess. Interesting. I thought that hydrogen was just more expensive, but... That goddamn what? expensive air... So you got so you can't
0: smoke Stokies. there's fucking swaskas everywhere. The, <laughs> the stupid captain you never see him except when he's wearing a stupid hat looks
1: like captain obvious but
0: it's very smooth and lots of cool sights yeah you definitely get to feel uh very full of yourself when you're riding it which yeah you
1: know, I'm into Plus, like if you bone down on that thing, it probably just feels really good. Probably you're up in the air, boning down. That's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how how vigorously do you have to bone down in order to to shake the Hindenburg to, for
1: everybody else to start tilting up.
0: It's not the size of the whoa, zeppelin. Whoa. It's the the motion of the currents. It's the motion Actually.
1: of the ocean from uh, two thousand feet. Two thousand
0: feet. You in the the two thousand. You in the Hindenburg Club? Two thousand feet club. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I think I mean we can't we have to move on past that but I still I'm, I'm gonna look into what the hell they're eating on that motherfucker <laughs> what What if someone had made a creme brulee that's what blew up the oh, Hindenburg
1: give me the baked Alaska please <laughs> 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 fireball oh I've lost my appetite
0: yeah those Hinden, good thing those Hindenburgers weren't flame grilled
1: yeah there goes the chef
0: they, yeah, they got a little bit too close to a Burger King on Descent.
1: We'll try and revisit this. I'll do some, you know, I, I have a history minor. I love this stuff. I'll dig into this when I find some time.
0: Yeah, maybe next time we'll learn about some Hindenburgers. Mm. But for now, I have uh, uh, another delicacy to explore. Oh? Uh, from Target.com, we have oh. a review for Maple Cream Oreos. Yummy. Yes. Uh Brent's again Brent's Wheelhouse. I fucking love these things. I, <laughs> these are the best. I love Oreos. These are the best version of Oreos. I love Maple too. That's just mm. it's good stuff. Yeah, I, I have two reviews. I'll read quickly. I couldn't pick between the two. They're just hey, so
1: I understand it.
0: Yeah, they're so funny. It's the bird um, I carry. The I'll read this one first. It's by Love Tulips, and it is titled One of the Best Limited Edition Flavors. They write, these are so amazingly good and definitely one of my favorite limited edition Oreo flavors, right up there with cotton candy, the cotton candy one from a few years ago. (laughs) The maple cream has a very slight crunch to it, almost like there's the teeniest tiny bits of maple candy in there. Or they're old. (laughs) Yeah, great maple flavor combined with the vanilla cookie. It's more of a maple icing flavor you'd get with a donut. I I'll be buying a few packs during the fall season to have in the pantry, and yeah, that one just comes with uh, the footnote from Brent. There ain't no crunchies in there, dude. <laughs> There's definitely not no crunchies candies. You got
1: some old Oreos. <laughs> got some old last Oreos. seasons. <laughs> but they liked it. They are into sitting. that. Yeah, I honestly, I think that would that'd be cool. Give a little bit of a, a variety to the bite. Yeah, a little. They had uh, the Pop rocks, uh, or- rocks ones, did they not? I'm sure they Pop did. Pop they,
0: Oreo is popping off with their limited flavors these they're days.
1: They're like Pizza Hut trying all, all sorts of crazy things. Yeah, I've
0: had the Fruit Punch ones. They're, I've had those, yeah. They're, they're kind of like the Kool Aid flavored Oreos. Yes. Yeah, the Kool Aid Oreos are exactly mm-hmm. as overindulgent as you'd imagine. Uh, <laughs> here's, here's the other review. This is a quick one. Uh, this is by King Dub. He titles it Food Gasm. Oh boy! I don't even know if I can read it. (laughs) uh, Kingdom writes: I had legitimate food gasm chills up and down my side, and my roommates gave me a weird look. Five stars.
1: (laughs) I don't know if I've ever. Quite experience anything to that
0: level. <laughs> just, just crack open the, you know. Oh, I'm gonna have a little snack. Sitting out with the boys, watching, <laughs> watching some Netflix. Let me just crack open these Oreos.
1: Yeah. And then just flop.
0: Uh. The maple cream ain't the only, and the only. The maple ain't the only cream in the house this time.
1: Uh, uh, it's disgusting. a
0: legitimate
1: food gas. <laughs> <This laughs> yeah, like, not
0: He's lied about trick. this
1: before. <laughs> right. I, uh, I don't always. I don't always get there. I lie about it sometimes. <laughs> like, when the chef comes to my table and like, oh, oh, yeah, it's so good, chef. Thank you for the meal. But these Oreos, the maple cream, I really get there.
0: Yeah, the uh, they hit after, the spot. After the roommates give them the weird look, one of them looks at the camera and says, I'll that, what he's <laughs> having." Uh. <bo-do-bo-do. laughs>
1: the studio audience laughs. Yeah,
0: studio audience laughs. Cut to commercial. <laughs> Ugh, it's for maple cream Oreos. Perfect. It was a product placement the whole time. Have you ever had a food that has made you cum? <laughs>
1: no, I have not either. I have had lots of good food. I love food. I I love food too. I've had lo- I have had lots of good food. I've had lots of good water. Like, oh, that's such refreshing water. I just give me more.
0: Yeah, I've had lots of like. You know, you just exercised. It's, it was really hot out, and you drink the water, and you feel you feel it splash onto your insides. Mm, God, you just just like, like yeah,
1: it drains its way down, percolates, and everything.
0: Yeah, it just fixes all your problems. But it did not make me cum in my shorts.
1: I've had push away from the table. You know, toss your head back. <laughs> You're like, that's good. That was. See, I, mm. I think
0: that's the illegitimate food gasm he was yeah, talking about. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm lying to myself. And I've I've had these
0: maple Oreos, and they, you know they've made me do dangerous things, like consider <laughs> eating an entire sleeve of Oreos. But I did not. There was not cum. <laughs> <laughs> there was no there was no discharge. <sighs> uh, <laughs> you got a review for me.
1: Yeah, I'll take us away from food and read Nintendo Space Knowles review. Of the Best Buy in Greenfield, Wisconsin. Okay. He writes, "This is a Google review." And Nintendo writes, "Hell yeah, games, electronics, washing machines—it's a real party up in there." <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> I've always said uh,
0: that you know, if I had to live in a a store, I would pick Best Buy. Yeah. If that if it, if I had to have a house that was a store. <laughs> It, I mean, it's, they've got all the, all the fixins. They've got licorice and soda and beef jerky. They've got all the game CDs and DVDs you could ever want. They always have that, like...
1: Home pretend, theater area. Yeah,
0: the home theater with, like, the pretend living room in it.
1: Yes, that's what I, I once,
0: Yeah, I once spent, like, four or five hours just playing <laughs> Burnout Paradise in their little... <laughs>
1: Like living or marry at once while my mom was shopping around <laughs> the Green bay. Is, I can't even I can't even picture an employee telling you to leave. I what I can picture first is the employee just kind of like standing behind you and watching, just <laughs> like oh this kid's pretty good. I'm like, oh, and he's like hey can I sit down? <laughs> can I can I grab a grab a cushion there? And he's just propped up. <laughs>
0: yeah it was it was it was honestly so fun i had you know, other people would come we would play a few games together talk about talk about how sweet this game was. was a big awesome tv man i really should have just went and bought some like beef jerky and sat down <laughs> <laughs> yeah give me a paid sticker on that i'm uh
1: <laughs> i'll be enjoying that inside yeah i agree i think nintendo nintendo has it right right best buy is awesome
0: Oh, you have any good Best Buy memories?
1: (sighs) Uh, I guess the the first thing that comes to mind is when I was buying a, a Bluetooth dongle. So like I could, I have Bluetooth headphones and I want to connect it to an older computer Mm -hmm. buy buy by USB dongle. And I went, I ordered it pick up in store. And I go to the counter. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm picking up a Bluetooth USB dongle, and the guy's like, "What? What? A dongle? You know the? Uh, do you need me to pull up the email? The last name is 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 my last name." And it's like, uh, "Oh, the, an adapter." Okay, let me go. And he brings it out, and I look on the back, and it says "dongle"
0: on <laughs> it. <laughs> he just didn't. He was too nervous. He didn't want to say "dongle." Dumb, he's
1: afraid of saying "dongle." Yeah, "dingle" and "dongle." <laughs> I mean, dongle is a classically funny computer word. (laughs) That's why I love saying it. Uh, Yeah, but... Because you feel a little (laughs) smart. Oh, yeah, you need a dongle.
0: (laughs) This dude has worked at Best Buy, and he refuses to say dongle? How hard is he making his life?
1: (laughs) Too hard. He's making it dongle hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dude's making his dongle hard. That's like working at McDonald's and refusing to say French fries. (laughs) Freedom
1: fries is where it's at. <laughs> no, it's not. No,
0: no, I mean, there's no freedom when I'm eating McDonald's fries, <laughs> there is only servitude. Um, <laughs> uh, my friend who worked at Best Buy, and uh, I was still in high school, he had just graduated. He um, would just eat a bag of licorice for lunch every
1: day. Okay, I hope it yeah. wasn't black, otherwise, he could die.
0: No, it was just red, and okay. he, yeah, he's just sort of a, sort of a, you know, one of those, one of those bachelor guys who never learned how to live on his own. I'm okay. sure he still like that to
1: this day. Colored red.
0: <laughs> I think he drank a Red Bull too. Oh. I was like, well, how can you do that? You're like killing yourself. And he's Sugar. like, oh, it's great with the employee discount. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He would also, like, go to a bakery across the street and get the, the old free bread. Nice. Uh, he knew what time that was out every day. <laughs> so, may- you know, maybe... Maybe... Who are we to judge? Yeah. Maybe he's living in 3008 and we're so 2000 and late. 2000 two and late. 2000 and master bait. <sighs> to the Oreo creams. The creams and the cookies. Let us say... Thank you very much for listening. And even thank you very much for listening.
1: Yeah, thanks, everybody.
0: Yeah, it was a, what a fun time we had here today. And I, I hope you had some fun too. If you'd like to send us an absurd review to have some fun with, that sounds a little weird. Uh, please send an email with a hyperlink to said review to reviewparty.com at gmail.com and include your name so we can give you credit.
1: If you like the stuff you're hearing and you just want more possible interactions with us, because this is kind of one-sided here. You're listening to our voices, and you may be talking back, but we can't respond. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Party Pod, or Instagram, ReviewParty.com, where you can actually legitimately interact with us and and find more funny stuff that we're posting.
0: Yeah, we're funny. And... I, I really hope you're not talking back to us while you're listening to the podcast. Not that I'm offended. I just, if I saw that in public, I would think you're a total freak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you'd be a freak uh, if you didn't go to reviewparty.com.com and check out everything there. You can listen to all the older episodes. You can read our blog. You can subscribe to the After Party Review where where there are some fun musings and and thoughts and other things, news and stuff just about us. And the times.
0: Just good stuff. And uh, if you're feeling saucy, you want to report the show, leave a five-star review on iTunes. we are still waiting for a crispy, funny five-star iTunes reviews to feature on the show because we definitely will. We challenge our, you. Our fans are too humble. You know, they don't want to get out there. They don't want to show they, – they, they don't want to brag for us. That. They don't want to put themselves out there. And I'm, I'm telling you, you know – i'm great matt's great and you're great for listening so go ahead and just pop off my dude and also speaking of popping off very big thanks to our buddies Boo-boo. nosebleeds for letting us use their jam bread for breakfast you can find more of their great tunes on spotify you can search nosebleeds and that's a one word boy i think, that, think that's it i think those them, them's the pluggies that's the show, and that means I got a little finale review for us right here.
1: Uh-oh.
0: This is a review for the album Good News for People Who Love Bad News by Modest Mouse. This is a review from Amazon, and uh, Nick writes, More like good news for people who love good music. <laughs> Five stars. He's an ace in the hole. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everybody. It's been fun. I'm Brent. I'm Matt. Take it easy out there, folks.